Good morning, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, uh, Beautiful in All Seasons. Thanks for coming and listening to me. Um, I wanted to come on today. Excuse me, I'm a little tired. I'm sitting outside by my pool where it's just beautiful and I'm able to think and um, I think it's just really what I needed this morning. Um, So today I kind of wanted to talk about attitude and how, um, how other people's attitude affect us and how we respond. I kind of want to talk about how I, you know, for me, the way that I chose to raise my boys and what I, excuse me, um, what I chose to instill in them and, um, I guess just kind of regroup and kind of, you know, talk about how I'm feeling right now about that. If I thought it was beneficial, if I still stand by my beliefs, um, cause I, I think that it can be helpful with people, um, with younger kids now, you know, for raising them for the future. I think that our world has changed a lot and, um, it continues to change. And, um, I think that attitude plays a huge role in our daily life, whether we want to, whether you agree with me or not, I think that that, um, attitude is huge. Um, so I always like to start off with a quote. I I went on this morning and I was looking for quotes um, about like attitude and honestly a lot of them I I didn't agree with um, but I did find one that I did agree with uh, I guess because it it fits more it aligns more with um, my beliefs and attitude Um, and it says our attitude towards others determines their attitude towards us that's from Erin Earl Nightingale and again it says our attitude towards others determines their attitude towards us so I picked that quote because for me I've always um believed that well you know what I didn't always believe this I I I think I went through stages when I was younger I just had a chip on my shoulder I just had a fucked up attitude (laughs) And, um, it probably wasn't till in my, maybe like 24-ish around there that I finally started to understand that, that my attitude kind of dictated the way conversations were gonna go. It was my attitude was going to be how do I say this? The person that I was speaking to, they were going to pick up on my attitude and they were either a going to be kind of the bigger person, I guess. Um, or B they were just going to kind of give me my attitude back. And, um, I finally realized that and I, I realized it in jobs. I realized it in relationships. I realized it in everything that I did. Um, So what I kind of started to do was um, change my attitude when I started the conversations with people. Uh, When I had to go into offices and and have a conversation about something, I would would change my attitude and kind of see how the conversation would go. And then based on how 
that person approached me, um, I would adjust my attitude for the conversation. Um, and I realized that for me, you may not agree with me on this because a lot of people are like, be the bigger person. Um, don't stoop down. I, I think what would Michelle Obama say when they go low, you go high. And I don't, I agree with that to a certain degree, but I also feel like, um, sometimes you have to let somebody know, like who the fuck you are. Like, who are you talking to? Like, don't talk to me that way. Show me some respect. Um, and, and one thing that I've realized in life is that it's funny to me how, how people, they don't like your attitude. They have a big problem with your attitude, but they don't understand or they don't get, or they don't see, or they refuse to look deep inside and see like, well, you came to me with, with this same attitude, if not worse. Um, and it's not fair to come to somebody with a, a messed up attitude and expect them to just kind of sit there and, and take it. And um, this conversation, this, this, is, this topic has really been bothering me. It's been bothering me so much that I had a dream about it last night. And unfortunately, I woke up and I didn't get to finish it. <laughs> and I wanted to finish it because... It's been the story of many situations in my life and it, it, it bothered me. So when I woke up, I was like, you know, I'm going to talk about this. Um, so the, the dream that I had was um, I was at work, um, not where I work now, but I was at a place of work and my superior was always just so rude and she would just talk so rude to people and and you know I think this stems from I had a job it wasn't that long ago it was in Corona I'm not even going to say the name of the place because it's just not even worth it but it was a place in Corona and it was honestly one of the worst places that I ever worked it was well what was one of the top places that I ever worked for my personality um, they worked you to death they talked down to everybody um, it blew my mind how, you know, sometimes I would be sitting in my office and hear them talking to somebody down the hall or in their office and it just blew me. Um, and, uh, I ended up, I ended up being asked to leave <laughs> and it wasn't in a good way. And, you know, I know who I am, right? I know what I bring to the table when it comes to everything in my life. I know what I bring to the table. Um, and if somebody wants to, to, to complicate that about me or, or make it seem as though I'm something different, I have a right to, to, to say what I feel. And that's the thing that I want everybody to get out of this podcast is that I know when you're young like you know I have um, my son's girlfriend right now she's she's 17 she's about to be 18 and she works at a big corporation right now and and they treat them they treat these young kids just stupid like they have they have no voice and a lot of the times these kids they don't know how to they don't know how to deal with that because what, what they're used to is their parents in those moments where parents are being parents and we're trying to teach them things and 
we tend to talk down to them. That's, I think that's a part of parenting sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes I think as parents were learning too. Um, and it really makes me mad to hear sometimes, you know, my son will tell me these stories and it really pisses me off that, that, um, these young kids are being treated that way because then they're, if nobody teaches them different, they're just, that chip on their shoulder is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And in today's society, nobody teaches people that you can have a voice. Um, I don't even know who said this to me, but somebody said that, I think it was my grandma. Um, she said, you can say anything you want. It's how you say it. So um, that's important. I'm kind of getting all over the place here, but just, just bear with me. In the end, it's all going to make sense. <laughs> so the job I had, um, they were very rude and they were rude to grown adults. They were rude to the young people there. They were rude to everybody. And there were certain moments where they would be rude to me. And this wasn't that long ago. This was just before I think it was like right in the beginning of the pandemic. It was like one company that was still having you go into the office and work. Um, and um, there were moments where there were there were three people. There was my boss, her boss, and then her boss. So it was like my boss, my boss's boss, and my boss's boss's boss. They were all assholes. They were rich. Um, they, you know, they had a flourishing, it's a flourishing business. I don't know if it's theirs. I don't, I don't really know what the story was, but they were assholes. And there were several times with me where I would, um, I would go into the office and I, I, I just remember thinking in my mind, like, who who the fuck does she think she's talking to? And like looking around, like, do I, do I look like, do I look like somebody that you can just talk to that way? Like, what is it about me that makes her think that she can talk to me that way? So several times, you know, I tried the whole, you know what? Don't talk to me that way. I'm not listening. When you choose to talk to me like an equal, I will be in my office. You're more than welcome to come in there and talk to me. And I would walk away and I would go into my office. Um, I had to do that several times with my boss. Um, finally, my boss got sick of it because she refused to change her attitude when she would pull me into her office and try to talk to me about why I would walk away, don't walk away. Um, she wasn't understanding why I was doing that. She felt she really honestly felt like I needed to sit there and take it. Um, so she went to her boss and her boss called me into her office and she has this big office, you know, in, in Corona, it's like right off the 91 freeway. It's like all glass and she has all this, you know, expensive shit in there. And, and she kind of looks like a little bulldog. She just, she just, she, she just looked mean. Um, but she didn't intimidate me. Um, I went in there and, you know, I felt like I was, ha I was sitting down and I was, um, I was going to have a meeting with El Gapo or El Gapo or El Chapo. I don't know what the, I don't know what the name is, but she was very like, um, mobbish and very like, um, 
just thug, you know, just no professionalism at all. Um, the conversation ended with me um, leaving. The conversation ended with me getting up and agreeing with her and saying, you know what, this is not the place for me. Like I, I am, this job is so beneath me. I don't even know what to tell you. So I knew what I brought to the table. I took what I brought to the table and I got the fuck up out of there. And I have not, um, you know, then I realized like I will never, ever, 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 ever. That was the last job that I had where I was spoke to a certain type of way that I, um, I just realized like, this is how people are. This is how people think these days. People lack kindness. They lack respect. They, re- they lack compassion, empathy. And in the place of business, they, rela- they lack professionalism. And it's sick. It, it really is because it's accepted. It's accepted behavior. Like I think in our society, we just become so accustomed to things like it's just accepted. Um, now I have a pretty good job. Like I do, I have a really good job. Um, I think that no matter where you go, and I want you to hear this, I think that no matter where you go, you're going to have people that don't know how to talk to you. You're going to have people in power that don't know how to, um, they don't know how to give constructive criticism. And so to a certain degree, you have to have tough skin. Having tough skin is probably the only way in this world that you're going to make it. You have to know when to, um, when is it worth it for you? Right? Like, like I think there's a point where you, okay, I'm going to be the bigger person right now. This motherfucker's going low, but I'm going to stay right where I'm at and I'm not going to, I'm not going to stoop there with him. But then there's a level where you're like, okay, that's enough. I'm not going to take that. I need to let them know who the fuck they're talking to. So at that point for me is when I try to say it nicely at first, I don't say, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Although in my mind, that's probably what I'm saying, but I try to be kind at first, you know, because what do they say? Um, Kill them with kindness. I think that's really cliche. I think in some situations that works. I think in others it doesn't. Um, But I always try to be kind first. And I always try to, I think my take is what I try to do is say, listen, I don't like the way that you're talking to me. I don't like your tone. I'm not hearing what you're saying. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk away and I'm going to go to my office or wherever. And when you want to talk to me in a manner that's respectful, that we can both be on the same level, that's where I'll be. Because listen, there is no amount of money in this world that is worth being spoken down to, condescending, disrespected, making felt like you're just the stupidest person on earth. Listen, we all make mistakes. There's plenty of times that my boss has to talk to me about making a stupid mistake. And sometimes, you know, sometimes she's a little smart ass about it, but I get it. And I, I, 
if I need to, I'll, 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 t- I'll let her know. Listen, let's not, let's not have a conversation like that. Like if you want to reach out to me and tell me that I made a mistake, tell me that I made a mistake. Hey, Siege, what's going on? You're, you're making these mistakes that I, I have to keep going back and, and correcting. Like I need you to slow down a little bit, you know? Um, I'm going to be more receptive to that than, than being felt like I'm being approached on, on the street. You know, I think that that's part of the problem is that sometimes I think these people in power feel like because their paychecks are bigger, their label is bigger. They can talk to you a certain type of way. Listen, this is my thinking. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your label is. I don't care how big your bank account is. You have no right to talk to anybody a certain type of way. And then for you to talk to them a certain type of way and for them to come back at you with the same energy for you to not understand where they're coming from is, is sick. You have to take us a, a moment to be like, okay, I know that I didn't just call her into my office and she just walked in with an attitude. I mean, unless, unless uh, there's people out there that do the, 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 my, the old CJ used to do that. I would walk into the attitude like, what the fuck now? You know, wh- what, what, wh- what do we need to talk about now? What did I do? Wh- what, what do you have to complain about again? I no longer have that attitude. So I feel like that attitude towards me is not, it's not going to be reciprocated, right? I don't know if I use the right word for that, but anyways, it's not going to be, um, I'm not going to take it well. I'm just not. So that's how I'm feeling about, um, employment and attitudes and, um, you know, just dealing with them real quick. The dream that I had, and then I'm going to get into relationships. The dream that I had, um, I was, um, working somewhere and I, I had this boss. It was just, she was just nasty. She was nasty to everybody. And, um, we were walking down the hall and she was telling me something, but she was yelling at me like to where people around heard. And I said to her, um, I can't remember what she said in the dream, but I said to her, no, the problem is that people perceive you as a bitch. And so that's why they treat you the way that they do. And this woman, keep in mind, she was superior. She went straight to HR and said that I called her a bitch, which I mean, you can kind of take that however you want. People perceive you as a bitch. You are a bitch. I mean, the proof is in the pudding, baby. Like, I, I, it was a dream. I don't know that I would ever say that in in real life, but I don't know. Maybe I would because I said it in a dream. But anyways, she went to HR and then HR, like, it was weird. Like, I was taking my shoes off, like, running through the halls trying to get to the main HR and I couldn't get through to the main HR. And then finally, like, I got there and there was this big... (laughs) huge group of white women and they were all just angry at me and it was just nuts um but I ended up waking up because I ended up getting into it with one of the HR women I I I said I said something smart ass and it just set her off and I woke up and then you know when you wake up you can't really go back to the dream so that's when I was like you know what I need to talk about this I need to get it off my chest And I think the reason why attitude has been on my mind, it doesn't have to do with work, but it has to do with relationships. Um, 
um, how do I say this? So listen, if you're listening to my podcast and if you're in my life, um, this is my space, right? This is where I come and I talk about how I feel. I talk about topics and nothing is off the table for me. I'm going to talk about whatever I want to talk about. And if you don't like it, um, or you think it's directed at you, don't push play or just stop listening now. Just hit the stop button, whatever. Like that's okay. I don't need you to, and I'm just talking to everybody in general, nobody in particular in my life, but I'm talking to everybody in general. I'm just putting that out there. This is my space. I talk about what I want. Um, you could learn a lot about me here. Um, but if you don't want to hear it, if it, if it offends you, then go, that's okay. Just go. You don't need to listen to it. Um, so I've been struggling with people, not just one person, but people that are important to me in my life, um, thinking that they can chit chat with me any kind of way. And, um, being upset at me when I shut down or being upset at me when I walk away. And in these moments, you know, there's one person that, that I'm, that I had this issue with. It was a few weeks ago. And listen, I just hung up the phone on them and I haven't talked to them since. Do I still love them? Absolutely. Um, they're still important to me, but I have no space in my life for negativity. Um, I understand that, that tensions can be high with things, but if you don't agree with something or if you have a problem with something, there's a way to express it and being an asshole, um, being a dick and, and saying stupid shit is not, it's not conducive to me. Like I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and I'm not going to take it. One thing I'm not going to do, I've always kind of, not always, but, um, you know, in my, my last marriage, um, my ex-husband's friends, they didn't like me. They did not like me at all. And, um, you know, it just kind of came to a point where I was like, you know what? I am not going to go to these functions and be around these people that don't like me because I'm not going to get that time back. Like I could be doing something either by myself with my kids or with people that like me and have nothing but good things to say and lift me up. Or if they have something negative to say, they can say it and we can talk about it. Right. So I just at that time, I was like, you know what? I'm not, no, if you don't like me, I'm not going to be around you. If you have a problem with me, we're cool. It's okay. I don't need negativity in my life and neither do you. And if you view me a certain type of way, then, well, I guess I'm negative to you. So let's just cut the crap and I don't have to come. Right. Um, so I cut this person out of my life. Like I didn't cut him out of my life. I just hung up the phone and was, and haven't talked to him since. I don't feel like I need to. Um, when they want to talk to me like an adult, like an equal, we can have a conversation. We don't even need to. We don't even need to discuss what happened on that phone conversation. But we can start all over, have a, a an adult conversation, and work from there. Um, then there's another situation in my life where. I almost feel like sometimes I'm, um, I'm not heard. Um, this was a problem in my last relationship that I had. Um, 
I ended up leaving the relationship because I, I felt like I wasn't being heard. I felt like my feelings weren't valid. Um, I felt like I just started to feel like I was losing myself. And I'm kind of... I don't know if I kind of feel that way now in this this situation that I'm in, but something's going on there. Um, and it all stems with attitude, right? It all stems with... Um, this is how this is how I, I see relationships. This is how I think in my mind that they should be. So in any kind of relationship, whether it be work, um, relationships, friendships, um, family, like your kids. One thing is clear is we're always going to have disagreements, right? There's always going to be something that's going to happen where somebody's not happy at work you're gonna fuck something up and it's gonna have to be fixed in a relationship you're gonna say the wrong thing do the wrong thing um cheat whatever it's gonna have to be discussed with your kids they're gonna do something that you don't like and you're gonna have to have that discussion with them it's building blocks there like they're learning so you have to be patient um have these conversations let them know that you still love them um friendships friendships friends come and go you know um i have lost a few friends this this last year and I'm not fucked up over it like I'm not it, it takes a few times for me and then um I just the attitudes don't we just don't click like it's 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 just not it's not important to me anymore so in all these relationships like things happen and I think that um attitude is a huge part in that and I think along with attitude comes listening. And with listening comes communication. I think attitude starts it all. Like I think, okay, um, my significant other, is, this is an example. My significant other is upset that I didn't um, do something right. Or I don't know, I, I, I left the door unlocked or I left the light on or something. Um, or I didn't, I didn't get the right food for dinner or something stupid right so when that person sees the thing that upsets them what happens they form their attitude they're either going to look at that and be like okay she did this again um i need to talk to her about it how am i going to do this let me gather my thoughts or they're going to be like fuck she did this again why do I have to keep telling her like blah, 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 blah. And then they automatically have an attitude. When they come with that, with that stance, they don't hear, right? They're already angry. They don't want to hear what you have to say. They just want to be overbearing um, with either their, their mannerisms, the tone of their voice, um, the, the level, the volume of their voice. They just come with with all that and it, it, it completely takes away the listening aspect of it. There may be a reason why she didn't go and get the right food for the fridge or that she left the hallway light on or left the garage door open or um, didn't put something away the right way. There may be a reason for that. Probably not, but there could be, you know, maybe she could make a reason up. <laughs> but 
If you approach that situation angry, annoyed, loud, hostile, that, that conversation is going to be angry, loud, hostile, right? And I think this is what people don't understand. I'm sure there's people out there that, that, that do get it. Um, but I think this, this is where it gets tricky because for me, your attitude is going to define, it's going to set the tone for that conversation. Now, if you come at me badass, am I going to step up to you badass? No, but I'm going to be salty. I'm going to let you know that, um, look, don't talk to me that way. Please just don't talk to me that way. I'm not going to hear you when you're yelling like that or when you're, you're, you're being hostile like that. I understand that you're pissed off, but I'm not going to hear you. We're not going to have any conversation, um, as long as you're being the way that you're being. So knock it off. Um, and I, for me, I tend to just, I don't want to hear it. I don't hear it because when you come to me that way, my listening shuts off. It's not just you. You don't want to hear what I have to say, but I don't want to hear what you have to say because you're not, you're not being calm about it. And, and I'm not saying like kiss somebody's ass or that's another thing is I think that these people think that, um, you got to have tough skin. Like you got to let shit roll off your back. Like, um, it's not about having, I have tough skin. I do. I choose my battles. A lot of shit's not worth it to me. I'm just, I'm so chill. A lot of shit is just not worth it to me. So when somebody comes with a, a attitude over something so stupid, I just tend to look at them like, really? And walk off. That gets, in, in my current relationship, that gets me into trouble. <laughs> it really does. I, I'm going to be honest. My guy does not like that I shut down and walk off. Um, I don't think that he will ever like that about me. However, until he learns to have, um, adult conversations, that's how I'll be. Um, you know, I am going to say in our relationship, he recognizes where he, um, can be that way. And I think that he, um, is trying to, uh, work on that. We have a long ways to go with that. And, um, I'm not, and I'm not just talking about my relationship in this situation. Do we have, um, do we have times like that? Absolutely. Um, do they turn up, turn into like, what do they call it? Drag out, dog out fights or whatever? No. Um, but they, they can become uncomfortable, um, because he stops listening and I don't hear him. And then once those two things go, communication is just out the door. Um, and what happens? I walk away. And I'm always going to walk away. I'm not going to change that part of who I am. And, and I think that there's certain... I think that there, in certain cases, like if you... This kind of goes with having tough skin. If you, if you go and, you know, your boyfriend and you or your girlfriend and you are having a conversation and say, okay, between five or one being like real mellow, 
10 being like through the fucking roof. Five being like, mm, you're kind of crossing that line right there. You know, you, you're, I think I'm going to have to remind you who the fuck you're talking to. Um, so anything above five is like, okay, here we go. And then anything below five is like, okay. I think anything below five, you have to exercise your patience, your tough skin. And I think at the, the level five and below is where what Michelle Obama says matters. <laughs> I think anything over five, all that shit goes out the door. If you're at a five and below, I'm not going to stoop to your level. I'm going to stay where I'm at. I'm going to stay mellow. I'm going to try to tell you how I feel one time and one time only. And if you don't listen, then I'm going to walk away. And that's what I do. Now, if it goes above five, then Ratchet CJ comes out and I mean, ratchet in my mouth, not in my hands. And I will not hear what I'm saying. I will not hear what you're saying. And it's just going to end up being an argument, right? And that's, that's what's not healthy. So for me, that's a reason for me to, to start thinking about, is this right for me? Not necessarily, I'm not talking about my relationship right now, but relationships that I have with friendships and family and um, people that I have those kind of relationships with. Now, um, in my, my relationship with my guy, I don't like having confrontations with him because he tends to be like, um, you don't hear me. Um, if you don't stop that, you're going to get me to a level where I'm going to be angry. It's like, dude, you're already angry. You're already mad. You're not going to get this five minutes back that you're complaining about. And I don't even hear you anymore. Like I've become with anybody in my life, anybody, even my kids, I can just shut them off and not even, I don't, it's weird because I have learned to just shut people off and literally not hear anything around me just nothing just silence and I don't know if that's psychotic <laughs> I don't know if that's a a unhealthy thing but I've I've literally learned to just shut people off not listen to them and you know sometimes things will will come in like when I was on the phone a couple weeks ago with um, somebody and the one that I just was like you know what we're not having this conversation I don't even think I remember the last five minutes of the conversation I think that I remember like the last two seconds he said something that really pissed me off and I just hung up but up until that point like I don't I think he said to me you're just blabbing your mouth and I was like okay fuck you bye click and I hung up you know um and I haven't spoken since so I think my whole point in this podcast and I'm gonna get off here in a, in a quick second is um well quick couple minutes um attitude is everything right like in any kind of relationship in your life attitude is everything and I think we need to check our attitudes um we need to understand that um we're all here on this fucked up earth we all are um it's tough times right now you know it's scary times right now I think we're all probably a little on edge because of the way that that life is going I'm not gonna lie I'm I'm scared like just the way that 
that life is 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 going you know I'm scared to go to the market sometimes I'm I, I can't go really out anywhere without being afraid of of something happening um, but unfortunately that's the life that we're living in and um, I don't want to sound cliche but um, I think having a kind patient attitude is probably gonna get you further um, I also don't want you to get it twisted, though. Like, you can have a, a kind, patient attitude. But just know that in your toolbox, you know, I've always talked about I have a toolbox with my resources. And there's an area in there for attitude. There's times, trust me, that I have to reach in there and pull out mouthy CJ, badass CJ. Who the fuck you talking to, CJ? Um, and I have to use that. I think you will find from my younger listeners... Um, what I have found is that a lot of the times you only have to tell somebody once. You have to let them know. It's like, it's like people have to know your strength. People have to know what you expect. And I think with people that are higher up, I think sometimes they have to be told, listen, buddy, like, we're not going to have this conversation like this. You are not going to talk to me like this. So... Let's just change the tone, right? Let's just, let's take it down a couple decimals and we can talk. You can, you can, you can give me constructive criticism all day. And I think that that's, that's, you have to, to, I think that's a part of having tough skin. I think people often think that tough skin is just being badass and, you know, not taking shit from anybody. Tough skin a part of that is also being accountable and having accountability in your mistakes and in the things that you could possibly make better about you. So it's important to always be open to constructive, I'm going to say that again for the people in the back, constructive criticism. There's a difference between criticism and constructive criticism. Constructive criticism should always, 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 always be welcome there is no reason for constructive criticism to not be welcome even if you don't agree with it I have learned that there has been times where I have you know had conversations with people in my life and we've had constructive criticism up to a, the five five the five mark that I talked about right and as long as we stay in that area I think it's still constructive um, but in that area, I want you to understand too, between a one and a five. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back a little bit, like maybe to like the 25 mark, whatever in the podcast where I was talking about, um, between one and 10, five being okay. Um, anything above that, uh, who the fuck you think you're talking to anything below that, just try to remain calm. However, between the one and five is also where you can say anything you need to say. It's how you say it. And there's nothing wrong with telling somebody, listen, I have a problem with the way that you're speaking to me right now. I don't feel like I'm talking to you disrespectful. I don't feel like I'm talking to you harsh. I don't feel like that there's any reason for this conversation to go this way. So I would appreciate it if we could maybe start all over. There's nothing wrong with that. You can say that to the President of the United States if you want to. 
And there's not a fucking thing they can do. Except for get madder. And if they get madder, then you walk away. Or be like, you know what? You're right. Let's start all over. I, I want you to hear me. So let's have this conversation. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do better. Listen, I may be living in a world where this shit doesn't exist. But if I owned a business, um, that's how I would handle it. I have a big problem with the way that businesses are ran um, with the disrespect. I think that in corporations, um, leadership is always treated so much better than the people below. And I think that that is just ridiculous because the people below leadership are the ones that are doing the work, right? They are the ones that are either burning up in the warehouses, freezing in the warehouses, loading the trucks, unloading the trucks, they're the ones that are doing the work and they're the ones that 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 really deserve respect but it's just so twisted how our society has it right anyways so check your attitude at the door right just check your attitude think to yourself if this person was talking to me the way that I'm talking to them how would I feel and if you're like, oh, hell no, change your attitude, right? Just take a deep breath and start over, you know? Um, attitude is important. Attitude is everything because attitude, like I said, affects listening. It affects communication and it, it affects respect. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, in my last relationship, I lost a lot of respect um, just because I wasn't heard, I felt like my voice was just muted, like I had duct tape over my mouth, you know? And that 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 starts fucking with a person and and you start losing respect for the person that's making you feel that way. So if your whole thing is I want to be respected, listen, respect demands respect. That is simple. That is what I've taught my sons through life. Um, respect demands respect. You know, you go into a job. And your manager's a fucking asshole to you off the bat. Uh-uh. You just let them know nicely, listen, we're not doing that. Like, I'm here to do a good job. I'm here because I'm being paid for a service. I'm not here for you to, to get your ego off. Boys, don't say that, but you know what I'm saying. Um, I'm not here for you to get your ego off and talk talk to me however you want no you respect me I respect you there's no reason to go into a situation just disrespecting each other period that's kind of what I tried to teach my boys growing up is if you go into a situation and you're already feeling disrespected you got to nip that in the butt you got to nip it in the butt right away because the one way that you're going to get respect is letting them know that you're not going to disrespect me period so Check your attitude. Um, do have tough skin. Um, always accept constructive criticism. Always, 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 always accept constructive criticism. That needs to always be welcome first and foremost. Um, and especially in the place of work. Um, in friendships, in relationships. Uh, you know, my, my guy now, he has helped me grow in so many different ways. And a lot of that is from the times that he's come to me with constructive criticism and I've listened. There's plenty of times where he comes to me where it's just balls to the wall and I don't, 
I just don't hear it. Um, but when he does come to me with constructive criticism, I hear him. And I try to um, change those things about me if if it's not going to change, you know, who I am at my core. So always stay true to who you are at your core and your 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 um, relationships, but always leave room for growth. And I, I really do feel like that people from the outside looking into us, they always have a bird's eye view. Um, they see things that we don't see, right? Um, you know, when you go and you look in the mirror, you see a different person than you see just walking around, right? You see that you got a hole in, in your pants that you couldn't see before because it's, it's on your butt and you can't see there. But you go to a mirror, you see it, you know? A friend behind you is going to see that or your lover's going to see that and they're going to tell you, hey, right? So be open to those things. Like be open to listening to people. Um, if you have a manager that wants to see you grow, listen to them. If they're a hard ass manager, I don't think that they probably want to see you grow. I think, I really think I'm going to say this real quick and then I'm going to get off here. My son plays basketball, right? Or he did. I think one of the only people in life that really, really, really want to see you grow that can be a complete fucking asshole is a coach, right? Like a coach has to be a dick. They have to push you or like in the military, they have to push you to where you have not gone before, right? Um, and it's almost like there's no limits. Like I, I remember struggling, except for my ex-husband. He's a dick. He coached youth football and he talked to the, he just got off on his ego. That's all he did. So I'm not speaking at like youth football. Like I think that there's, there's levels to that. Right. But once you get up to like, like my son, once he got up to like the, like high school basketball, even younger than that, when he played for like Compton magic and stuff, those coaches were dicks, but them being a dick to him played a role in him getting a D one scholarship, right? They held him accountable. They, they brought to light his mistakes that needed to be fixed and he was able to master his craft, right? So a coach in any sport, a sergeant or whatever in the military, I don't know what the ranks are, but they have every right to be a dick to you because I really, really, really feel like in that line of work, they want you to be better they're pushing you to your limits. They have to push you to your limits so you can become better at your craft, whether it be a sport, whether it be your job, um, anything. They have to push you to that limit. And the only way for you to get pushed sometimes, I think, is hostility. In relationships, no. There is no man or no woman out there that should push you to your limits to try to make you a better fucking person. If you have to push me that, <laughs> that far, we probably should be together, right? It's time to kick rocks. Um, and your place of employment, if you are having to yell at me every day and, and complain about my work, guess what? I'm probably not a good fit. It's time for me to go. You know, I'm just not a good fit. People are replaceable. Jobs are replaceable. Um, and those are two things in my life as well that I have stayed true to. I've had a lot of jobs. Now I have probably the best job ever and I love it. I love my company. Um, it's not perfect, but it's perfect for me. Um, but people 
and jobs are replaceable, right? So stay true to who you are. Attitude is everything. Have tough skin. Always accept constructive criticism. And just be humble and kind, you know? You can be humble and kind and salty at the same fucking time. I am. And, you know, it works. You know, I, I have to exercise my my sternness. Um, there was a time, just a couple weeks ago, my mom was in the hospital and the doctor came in. She was a doctor. And pretty much said, we're going to um, just send your mom home and kind of hope for the best. And I looked at her I said, no, the fuck, we're not. And my mom was sitting there. Anybody that knows my mom, she's just this little petite, like, Tweety Bird. And she just looked at me. And she looked at the doctor and the doctor's attitude and personality immediately changed. And I told her, I want you to go do what you're paid to do and find me resources so I can do the footwork if I have to, to make sure my mom is okay. And that's what she did. She actually went out and yelled at her nurses in the, the hallway um, because they weren't doing what they should have done. She should have never, she should have took them to the side and had a conversation with them. I wouldn't have let her talk to me that way, but... I had to exercise that part of CJ because my mom's life matters to me. My mom's health matters to me. I want her around in my life as long as I can have her. And if it means that I have to go knocking heads together in a nice way, that's what I'm going to do. And that's okay. It doesn't make me a bully. It doesn't make me a meanie. It just means that, listen, I need you to do what you're supposed to do. I, I need you to, to, to be active in saving my mom's life. That's what you're paid for. For you to say we're going to send her home and see what happens is unacceptable. And you shouldn't even be saying that. So for you to even say that is ridiculous, right? So I'm going to say it one more time. Attitude is everything. People feed off your attitudes. Make sure... You're approaching conversations with a good attitude. If somebody's approaching you with a bad attitude, adjust your attitude to theirs between 5 and 10. Remember, you can say anything. It's the way that you say it. Always accept constructive criticism. Be kind. Be respectful. And always put yourself in their shoes. If they're making you feel a kind of way, think about how that, that would make you feel. How would you react? Okay? So... That is my podcast for this week. I am going to start um, just talking about things that are on my mind because I'm, I'm realizing that they're just building up and they need to be talked about. So um, I'm probably going to be doing more a week because <laughs> I got a lot going on and I think that wisdom is wealth. So I'm learning from this journey and I want to share it, you know, so um, I love you all. Thanks for listening. And remember, my podcast isn't for everyone, but it's for someone. So if you like it, stick around. If not, stop listening. All right. Love you all. Bye.